All right, so what I want to talk to you guys about now is uh, baggage. That's right, baggage, emotional baggage. It's something that comes up quite a lot, actually. In fact, it is one of my go-to tools that I use is how to deal with this uh, when I'm dealing with clients specifically in a personal environment. And in fact, what I notice is before I can generally do some of my business interactions, my business coaching with people is I need to do this with them to release them personally so that they can then work. Because what I'm thinking I've noticed is that if your personal life is not in some sort of audible state or if they're in a you know, workable state or something, it's gonna it flows into every other area. You start with Within and then work your way out and business is an extension so um, what I'm going to show you guys is a technique that uh, I use quite frequently um, it's part of uh, it's part of a training called the emotion code uh, I, I am not the creator of this uh, dr. Bradley Nelson is it's fantastic he recently written a book about about it called the emotion code uh, I am an emotion code practitioner so uh, I use this quite a lot in fact it's one of my go-to tools when it comes to um, helping people free themselves from limiting beliefs and uh, old experiences and trapped emotions so basically it's it's uh, we're talking about emotional baggage emotional baggage in the terminology used in the emotion code is trapped emotions right? so I'm going to explain how this works really uh, and explain the science behind it really quickly and then I'll give you the process on how we do it so uh, trapped emotions are when an experience occurs in someone's life. There's a, it can be traumatic. It, can, it doesn't have to be traumatic, but it can be any sort of experience that occurs. And then there is a reaction that is occurred by the body, right? By the mind. The mind thinks of the way that the emotions should work, and then the 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 mind then starts creating the biochemical reaction. So the thinking brain then reacts to it, and then causes the um, the limbic brain or the limbic system, right, to create the biochemical biochemical reaction, which then is flooded through the entire body, and the entire body then starts to experience the entire emotion and then once that emotion is completed with that experience it is then burned and seared into the back of the brain as a memory into the amygdala and the cerebellum it is now put as an on an anatomic system right? it's now put into the anatomic part of the brain it is now a memory an experience right so what happens if some an experience happens and the emotion then begins to be triggered in the thought and the biochemical reaction begins and and there's a there's, there is a process it's kind of like the uh, the grief process you know it goes through the five different stages of that emotion it happens very quickly right it does happen but what happens if that process of going through and dealing with that emotion as a holistically gets broken it gets stopped you don't get to complete the cycle of that emotion what happens is the body goes Okay, look, I do need to deal with this, but I can't deal with it right now because it's been broke, it's been interrupted. I'm going to move it aside and then I'll deal with it later. But unfortunately, because we're continuously moving and continuously evolving, we don't deal with it later. It gets stored in the body as trapped energy. Now, this can be stored physically, it can be stored mentally, emotionally. In fact, trapped emotions generally, after a long period of time, do manifest physically. And this is where you start getting aches and pains and illnesses and sicknesses and so forth and so on. In fact, um, the science has proven now that like 99% of illnesses and sicknesses are from an emotion. It's crazy how much of pain and suffering and turmoil that we go through that is all based off emotions, right? So that's an that's a trapped emotion. So also known as baggage, right? Because you haven't dealt with it. So you are now basically carrying around a bag. You're dragging a bag around with you, which takes energy to do, by the way. So you're now expelling energy to dragging this bag, this emotional baggage around with you. Now, imagine all the experiences you've had. How long of a line would that bag baggage be? How many bags would that be? You're now dragging literally hundreds 
of these bags around with you. And that's emotionally just draining. I mean, imagine the energy that you're wasting dragging these bags around. And you'll find that a lot of these trapped emotions are what's causing, is the cause of a lot of the symptoms you're expressing. So I had another one of my, uh, another one of my clients uh, who kept experiencing severe anxiety in the middle of the night. And uh, so we went through the process and we found out what the cause was, you know, the anxiety is happening because, you know, it has to fly and not feeling comfortable with this. And then it turns out that there were some trapped emotions behind it because of past experience. So we identified what the trapped emotions were and then we released those trapped emotions. Guess what? Went home that night, slept like a baby, has slept like a baby ever since. Hasn't had that problem come back. And it wasn't this big teary process or anything. It was really quick and easy. So let me show you how we, how the process that I use and the process that was taught to me with the emotion code on how you can release these trapped emotions. The first things first is we need to be able to get into a state where we are testable. So what do we mean by testable? We need to get to a state where we can actually ask ourselves questions that are going to be pertinent to this whole process, right? So it's what we call kinesthesiology or muscle testing. So if you grab, for example, for yourself, if you grab your two fingers and you put your thumb and your forefinger together, and then you grab your other hand with your thumb and your forefinger and put it inside the circle so that they're kind of interlocking circle, right? And you hold it as if, and hold your fingers together as if you're holding a ladybug. So you don't want to squish the ladybug, but you want to hold the ladybug firm so it's not going anywhere. All right, so you get that feeling, right? Now, as you're sitting there, close your eyes really quickly and I want you to say the word love and then try and pull your fingers apart. And you'll notice it's kind of difficult. Now say the word war and try and pull your, pull your fingers apart. And you'll notice that it's a lot easier to pull your fingers apart. This is muscle testing. So the love part is a positive response and the war is a negative response. So this is your body literally either drawing towards or pulling away from something positive or negative. That's how it works. Okay, so now we can identify the positive and the negative things. So a positive response is that's pretty hard to pull the fingers apart. A negative response is they pull apart pretty quickly, pretty easily. All right, great. So now we have a way to ask our subconscious some questions. So now what you can do is you can put your fingers back together. And the first things first, you want to check if you're testable. So you say, all right, my name is, and then state your name and try and pull your fingers apart. And you'll notice that because it's true, it'll be quite hard to pull your fingers apart. Then test again and say, my name is, and say someone else's name, not your name. And then check, and you'll notice that you'll be able to pull your fingers apart pretty quickly. Now, if you're getting a bad response on both, just simply take a glass of water, take a drink of a glass of water, and you'll be fine. Most of the time, this is because of dehydration. You're just feeling a little bit dehydrated. So once you've established that and you know what it feels like to be at a yes and you know what it feels like to be to get a no, to remember a yes is a positive and a no is a negative, all right? So do uh, my name is, state your name and you'll get it. It's pretty hard to break it apart. That's true. My name is someone else's name and it'll be easy to break it apart. That's false, all right? So true or false. So now you can start asking yourself some questions. So the first one that I always get my guys to ask is, do I have an attract emotion? they pull apart and guess what majority of the time it's a yeah it's, it's a yes I do have a trapped emotion okay now then we we have a process here called the emotion code it's a chart and if you want to know what this chart is if you want me to send you this chart please do let me know I'll add it to the group and you can you can view it right so it's the trapped emotion it's the emotion code chart so now it's two columns and six rows so we ask the question, is this trapped emotion in column A? Right? And you'll get a yes or a no. Is this trapped emotion? And then whatever you get, if you get a yes, 
in column A, always check it. So you check with column B, is this trapped emotion column B? And you'll get a no, so then you know. Now there's six rows, so you can either go one, two, three, four, five, six, but that's a bit long. So what I do is I break it up into odds and even rows. So is this trapped emotion in an odd row? Yes, all right. Now is this a trapped emotion in an odd row? No, okay, so now I know it's, a, it's either a one, three, or a five. Is this trapped emotion in row one? No. Is this trapped emotion in row three? No. Is this trapped emotion in row five? Yes. And then I'll test it and check it again. And I'll do this by checking row one and row three again. Is, it tra is this trapped emotion in row one? No. Is it in row three? No. It's in row five. So now I know. Now inside each one of those rows, so inside column A, row five, there are five words. There are five emotions, okay? So these five emotions vary. In this circumstance, the five emotions for your, uh, for column A, row five are, bear with me, I'll just grab it, here we go, uh, is blaming, dread, fear, horror, and peeved. Okay, blaming, dread, fear, horror, and peeved. Now what I'll do is I'll go through each one of these. Is my trapped emotion blaming? No. Is my trapped emotion dread? No. Is my trapped emotion fear? Yes. And then I'll check it. Is my trapped emotion horror? No. Is my trapped emotion peeved? No. So now I know what my trapped emotion is. It's fear. So I turn around and, and now here's the important part. Now I ask, do I need to know more about this trapped emotion? Yes or no? If you get a no, then you can go ahead and release the trapped emotion. If you get a yes, then you go, okay. And this is now generally what you need to ask is question wise is when did it happen? So you take your life and you halve it. So I'm 34. So did it happen within the first uh, 17 years of my life? No. Did it happen within the, the last 17 years of my life? Yes. And then I'll half that again, right? Did it happen between uh, years 17 to 21? No. Did it happen between 21 and 27? No. Did it happen between 27 and 34? Yes. Okay. And now I can start breaking it down and get to, you'll probably get to the year part mark. And then you'll have a thing. Now, maybe something will come to you. Maybe it won't. Uh, if, then you can ask, do I need to know more? If you get a no, you can release it. If you get a yes, then it's like, okay, did this come from myself? Uh, check yes or no. Did this come from a male figure? Yes or no. And did it come from a female figure? Yes or no. And then if it's say a male figure, then you go, did it come from my brother? No. Did it come from my father? No. Did it come from my grandfather? Yes. And that might trigger something. And then you can once again ask, do I need to know more about this trapped emotion? Uh, you yeah, may be a yes or no. And you just keep going through that process asking yes or no questions until you get the answer. Do I need to know more about this emotion? No. Now, how do you release this emotion? Well, quite simply, you can use a magnet or you can use your fingers. I'm gonna explain this really quickly so that you get it. Sorry, this is a bit, a bit of a long one. Okay, so uh, just like a credit card has a magnetic strip on the back. Okay, it's got a strip on the back and there's a whole bunch of information on that strip. If you take a magnet and run it across that strip, guess what happens to that credit card? It becomes useless. All that information gets completely wiped clean. There is no more information left on the back of that strip. That credit card becomes a paperweight. All right, it's useless. You can't access your account anymore. All right, don't do that by the way. The same thing happens with us. All right, so if we take our fingertips, that's where a lot of the energy is expelled for our bodies. It's through our fingertips, all right? Our fingertips and our, and our feet, all right? You can also use a magnet. All right. Now what we do is we take these, we take our fingertips, we take the magnet and we run it across the base of our, our meridian chain. So from the top, the bridge part of your nose, in the middle of your forehead, you run straight over the top of your head, right down to the base of your spine. You do this three times. For a trapped emotion, you do it three times. There are also inherited emotions. You have heart walls as well. Heart walls is another variation of the trapped emotion. And then you've also got 
and then you've also got the uh, an inherited emotion. Inherited emotion is when it's come from previous generations, and that's when you wipe it ten times. But what you'll find then is that emotion is completely gone. So once you've wiped it three times for that trapped emotion, you then test: Did I release that emotion? And you'll either get a yes or a no. And if you have, if you've got a no, then chances are it might be an inherited emotion, or you just need to wipe it again. You try three more times if it doesn't work then you go is this an inherited emotion check and most likely it'll be a yes and then you do it 10 times and then you can check and go did i release this emotion guess what yes and that's it done the emotion's gone it's it's no longer there anymore that's right it's no longer there you may think wow that's really stupid and simple that's way too simple for it to work but it actually does work it's really crazy it really does work and it's super fast and super easy so uh that's one of the ways that i release emotional baggage now you can actually do this multiple times uh, the most I've released in one session with someone is 15 emotions, 15 trapped emotions in one session before the body said no to testing more because it just needed a break. Um, I've also done heart walls and stuff. And you can also test this on animals as well. You can be proxy, you can be surrogate, and you can do this cross species as well. I've done this on dogs, I've done it on cats, I've even done it on a bird, and it works. Every single time it works. So, And you can stand proxy for someone as well. Uh, so if you want to know more about it, just let me know happy to help. Uh, sorry about this being a long one, but you know, I'm passionate about this one. It's one of my go-to tools when it comes to uh, coaching. But I uh, look forward to speaking to you on the next one. Thanks. Bye.